Take your enjoyment of Smodco Podcast to the next level by checking out a live Smodco show. An evening with Kevin Smith in Atlanta on April 20th. Austin, get ready for Kevin Smith's solo at the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Fest, April 22nd. April 22nd through 24th, Muse hits Motor City Nightmares. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Austin on April 23rd. Jersey reunites with Kev in Atlantic City on April 30th. Tickets to these and all Smodco shows are available now at Smodcast.com. He gets you that your girl to oh does it get any sweeter than that i'm fucking depressed welcome to nooner on the smodco internet radio network I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm a host. My name is Cassandra. Um, I've been respecting the form and sitting here in silence for the past three minutes because I didn't want to say anything too interesting. And have whoa, 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 yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Just hold your fucking tongue. Save it for the show, he says to so, me. I'm not interested about the midge until the mic turns on. <laughs> Uh, by the way, the midge is here. Unfortunately, he can't reach the the third microphone. That's not true. <laughs> he was doing queer. This. Oh, queer. Hi. That was you standing on the table. Hello. Hello. I thought I would join today because nobody else could. <laughs> I know. Um, Jana, oh, is uh, our friend Jana is not available today. Um, we will, I asked her to come because. Uh, she's always good on the show. And then John Piricello is, uh, you know what? I, you know, he's, he's secretly working on something. And it's either he's a CIA operative or he's, um, I think he's working on a, a TV show that he won't talk about. Well, you know, oh, and Giselle, an Giselle is a, Giselle is doing, uh, she has a, something else today too. So and Vivian's in New York. Yes. Fucking. Um, John is an actor. By trade. So you'd think that it might be working on a TV show. However, John is also probably the most ninja-like person I've ever met in my life. So if it, we found out it was CIA, I would be not as surprised as you think. Um, yeah, but you know what? I think here's my guess. And, and and I'm seriously guessing. I have nothing to go on. I think he's on the new Twin Peaks. Shut the fuck up. Can well, we speculate like that? No, you know what? Twin Peaks wouldn't shoot in L.A. That, that shoots in Washington, and he's been around. We can speculate however we want. He's given us literally nothing. That's true. Okay, you know what I think he's doing? I think that John is... Um, I think he's... Um, in the new season of True Detective. I think they're bringing his character back from um, that, uh, 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 what, is, what is that one with the Australian guy? Um, is this a movie John's been in? No, no yeah, the TV I've show. I've never seen any of John's work. Oh, he, other he was Other than that Prilosec um, commercial. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the one with Simon, what's his name? Simon uh, Pegg? No, Simon Baker. Who? Um, oh, Jesus. It's, I talk... Uh, uh, Fucking Bill makes fun of me about it. Um, uh, it's 
uh, this is killing me. See, now we need, this is why we need more people. The Mentalist. Yeah, so oh. I think they're bringing his, his character back from, from The Mentalist. He played a truck driver who gets interviewed. Okay. And so they're, they're doing a spin-off show based on that truck driver. Because of his affiliation with Larry the Cable Guy and his outreach to the truck driver community. Yeah, he's a down-home kind of guy. I think that John um, is on a reality show um, about his life. Well, right, totally. But you wouldn't know this, but outside of the podcast, John is a real bitch. And <laughs> it's really entertaining to watch. And the only reason that we don't know about it yet is because I refuse to sign the release. Um, I'm not going to show you know, my face yeah. and my adoptive child's face on television. Oh, Queer. But Queer wants to be a star. She was born to be a star. I've been trying, but she refuses to be a stage mom. You shut up. I will live through you vicariously when I'm goddamn ready. I don't want camera crews in my house because then people will see the, the squalor that I live in. So that's why. I but don't you don't mind it. when it's Periscope? What? Huh? That goes live? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, did you see Deadpool? Yeah, I saw it. Me what and Viv saw it. I liked it. Um, it. Yeah, I feel like it could have been pushed farther. Really? Well, that's yeah. not how what people in Utah felt. Well, doy. Uh yeah, there is a there is a, a movie theater that um that also serves uh, alcohol in Salt Lake City. Damn. Yeah, and uh, it's it's called Bruvies. It's a, first of all, they should be shut down because it's called Bruvies. Why? Because it's like movies and you know, oh, cute! I cute. didn't get it. Yeah, that's why it's Bruvies. Yeah, bros, let's go to Bruvies and watch Deadpool. I'm more of a Woovies kind of girl. <laughs> I'm more of a tequila-sies. Kind That's of, a two-vies. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, they, they were showing Deadpool, and um, the the uh, alcohol the Department of Alcohol Beverage Control filed a complaint against Bruvies uh-huh. because they said it was obscene. And there are obscenity laws saying that you can't show alcohol and have... Um, at like strip bars, you can't serve alcohol, and you can't um, show any films with sex acts or simulated sex acts, full frontal nudity, or the caressing of breasts or buttocks, mm. and and have serve liquor. So, Bruvy sounds like it's going to have the worst films. Yeah. They're yeah, like, just, do you want to get fucking drunk and go see Zootopia at Bruvy's? <laughs> Again? Well... Can't get beer anywhere else in the state, so let's go. Sorry, they only make sexual references that adults would get, but Deadpool, there's just uh, sex all over the place. You know what, Utah? Get the stick out of your asshole. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's insane because, yeah, like you said, like every fucking movie has fondling of buttocks and breasts and, uh, you know, um, yeah. I've always been telling people that I am too European for this town. <laughs> Bunch of prude Americans. I mean, you might as well show, um, you can't show football games then, because every football game has the fondling of breasts, uh, buttocks, right? You know? Just like, In theory. Yeah. But well, that's, I mean, that's, good, uh, that's good old-fashioned sports. Um, There's a slap on the rear. It means nothing. Well, I'm sure it meant nothing, nothing to these act, these, the people in Deadpool. You know what? what doing getting, those sex scenes? Yeah, I thought we were going to go. I'm sure it meant nothing to those little boys when Jerry oh. Sandusky 
<sighs> yeah, and well, I guess we have the new guy, Denny Hastert. Oh, not new guy, old guy. Uh, you know that he was the... We? We as a, we a country. Have a new... Well, you know, he was the um, the Speaker of the House uh, in the Does 90s. he also molest children? Uh, he w- reportedly spent uh, millions of dollars to shut four kids, four teenagers that he molested when he was a wrestling coach. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, and uh, in high school, and... Even um, Andy, what's his name, um, on the Conan show? Like, he went to Andy that Richter. high school. Yeah, he went to that high school. Shut up. And he said, he saw the story, and he, he remembered how Denny Hastert would sit in an easy chair facing the showers, the boys' showers, and just sit there and watch the boys take showers. No, he wouldn't. Because he wanted them not to fight. That was what his rationale was. And Andy Richter was like, we never thought twice about it. You know, when we were kids, because we just, you trust adults. And sure enough, the wrestling coach, when he was like practicing holds on kids, was getting a big stiffy and like molesting and raping kids and then paying millions of dollars to shut them up. So he. uh, How does a wrestling coach have millions of dollars? Because he became the Speaker of the House. And, uh, you know, he's the Speaker of the House? He was, yeah, in the 90s. So. Oh, gosh, that makes sense on why I have no idea who this person is. Right, right. When you were, when, when you were, before you were born, you were born in the 90s. I was born in the 90s. 2000, what? Three. Three. So. How old am I? 13 years old. And the thing is, the thing that's shitty is that he. (laughs) Oh, what? Well, the the story? Yeah, well, the the reason why we can't get true justice is because he uh, ended up. Like, it's beyond the statute of limitations, so he cannot be prosecuted mm. for molesting these kids, but he they only got him on banking uh, irregularities. So, like, because he was pulling out... Because he was pulling out a lot of money yeah. and giving them to raped kids. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, it's just, it's it's shocking and it's horrible, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about Utah again, because Ugh. Utah in March... They passed a, a a resolution in their legislature that pornography is a health hazard. Holy hell! Yes, they and there was an article in the uh, Washington Post saying. I feel that, like Utah belongs in the South. Yeah, kind. I mean, it's it's kind of its own thing, you know. They it really is. I mean, because of the whole like Mormon stuff. Yeah, it's and just this kind is, of like. It, it kind of just coasts on its own, like to a point where, like, these stories aren't necessarily surprising to me. Yeah, yeah, and and but it's an organized thing. Like, you know, uh, there's the the Mormon organization against gay marriage that defeated Prop Eight in California, or helped defeat Prop Eight, and then there's this thing, uh, an organization organization there that is completely backed by Mormons um, that is trying to declare. Or succeeding. What do you need pornography for? You have three different wives. (laughs) Exactly. That's what their. That's probably their rationale. But no, I mean they say that pornography it uh, it promotes um, sexual violence and that it uh, it's immoral and that um, it's bad for even beyond the morality. There was an article in the Washington Post that this woman Gail Dines wrote about how um, beyond it doesn't matter if it's immoral. It's a a, it's a health hazard and that it. it ruins uh, women's self-esteem and men's self-esteem for watching it, and and people become, uh, you know, they sexually violent again. And there are points here, however, because um, I do 
I do to an extent think that porn can um, alter someone's expectations of what real life is. But I also, you know, think that most people can determine the difference between porn and real life. Um, so, you know, uh, you can't ban porn just because now your husband saw it and a porn on wants to come on your face. Like, that's just a conversation and then you're done. Right. <laughs> like, no, you're not coming on my face. Like, yeah, it's a yes or no question. You have three wives. Statistically, one of them is going to be freakier than the other ones. I don't, you know, just... I mean, well, the, the truth is there's, there's been a ton of research done on uh, pornography. Um, and there was a, a one done in Clemson that found that... Uh, for the access to pornography, a 10% increase in access to the internet yields a 7.3 decrease in reported rapes. Well, I was going to say, I feel like there is also, um, as disgusting as like, you know, child pornography or anything is like, there's like porns like that show like maybe an 18 year old girl who looks like she's 13, you know, which side is this? Uh, a lot. Um, Can you forward that to me? Wasn't there, there's one website specifically where they're just like fucking abuse young girls. But anyways, this is a big industry. Um, but like basically porn and watching porn for whatever weirdo thing that you might be into might be an outlet, um, for you to kind of get that out of your system so that you don't try to do anything dangerous with someone else. Such as if you have a friend who has a teenage daughter who you think is super fucking hot, rather than rape and molest your friend's teenage daughter, you can watch a porn about a guy who rape and molests his friend's teenage daughter, jerk off to it, and then get along with your life. Yeah, and and I think... You're right. Like, and then you look at other countries where they have, they're very restrictive. And that's, those are countries where rape and the, the degradation and, and uh, suppression of women happens all the time. Like in, you know, Arabic or Islamic countries. Or you look at uh, a place like Bangladesh, uh, where, the, you know, they have these horrible gang rapes that get reported in the news. And these are places where uh, you, you can't have movies where, you know, women kiss, you know. And are they're they're very restrictive, and they look down on on women if they are at all sexually expressive. But then then they, it's not taboo to. We're all animals here, yeah. you guys. And and the and the the data sort of bears it out, like that couples do better when they when um they watch porn. Uh, and it's you know I think that I never it, understood. The, I'm coming out right now, girls, and if there are any listening, I want some opinions. And I guess guys can be involved in this as well. Please, guys. Why? If it's not out of control, it, and like to an unhealthy, like, Donjon style level, what is the deal with people? First Donjon reference of 2016. Good, oh, good one. it felt good, too. Um, if there's not... What is these feelings of jealousy that come up when people catch their significant other watching porn? Yeah. I don't understand this because, as I just mentioned, like, I'm not going to let the midge do a bunch of weird stuff to me (laughs) because I don't want those things. And I'm a consenting adult who can say no. What has the midge asked for? He hasn't asked for anything weird. But, like, I'm just saying that, like, 
if there was something quirky that he was into that I am not into, if I caught him watching porn about it, it'd be like, oh, well, that's strange, but whatever. Or even, it doesn't even have to be something quirky. It's just like, if you catch your significant other watching porn, if it's not a problem, like a big problem, what's the jealousy? Right. What's the, like... Right. You're not going to be 100% synced up with your partner on everything, and that includes things like sex. So there, there are things you might not want that you might fantasize about that is a healthy sort of fantasy to not have. Not to mention the fact that sometimes just having sex and going through the whole process is just maybe not something you have time for in the moment or it's, right. it's fucking exhausting. Like, you might just want to go to bed. So yeah. it's like, that's just a thing that... It's a whole, like... There's a whole thing. I have a friend who gets fucking pissed off when she cut, when she catches her boyfriend with that shit on his phone. And it's like... First of all, don't look through your boyfriend's phone. If you don't trust him, then probably don't be in that relationship. Yep. That's my relationship tip of uh, April 2016. Um, You're welcome, people. Yeah, you guys. But um, it's just... When do you watch porn and fan... Like, look, it's, 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 a, it's a span of maybe two to fucking five minutes. Wow, that's... May- good well i don't know what dudes do but it's still it's not that long of a span of time and it's not like you're thinking in your head oh i'm i'm thinking about fucking that girl you're literally just looking at images flashing in front right. of your head that's going to trigger something you, for you. The, your partner the midge is going to find other people attractive and that's just he is yes and and you're going to find other yeah exactly but but again it's about trust and acting whether they act on it or not and you know jacking it to whatever you porn is not like I don't think that's a, a, a betrayal of trust. It's not the it's, same ways. It's not a betrayal of trust every time that David Schwimmer comes on television. I make a comment about how I'm in love with him. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the OJ final. Oh yeah, final. <laughs> I just wait, really. wait. let me just okay. Say, sorry. So like Later. pornography. Yes, it's a stigmatized industry because there's a lot of exploitation going on and you get these young, dumb people getting doing degrading things. But then there are there is responsibly made porn where people everybody's an active participant and, and happy and supportive and all that. Um, it, you yeah. just have to cater to everybody's wants and needs. And yeah. you know what? And it Do not yuck someone's yum. When it comes to sex stuff, because who knows? Maybe some of these Mormons are into uh, some stuff that they didn't think that they were into yeah. and are afraid to explore it. Probably so th- the same way that they're afraid of gay people. Exactly. And if, you know, if the midge is into bondage and you're not, and getting him, I'm, I'm sorry to, to portray the midge. I was thinking, I was like, I love that the midge is the example. I know, I know. Don't it's you have a fun because he's, he's such an abstract. Uh, person because, right because <laughs> uh, i can't see him over the table um but just like you know and if if watching some bondage porn like you know once a month or a couple times a month is what makes your relationship awesome yeah otherwise then great that's great it, the problems begin to arise if it gets to a point where sure i mean like you can ask once this is so not something that's happening in my life, but let's say it is. <laughs> the mage, what's in that closet? Let's say no, it. don't go in there. Uh, don't go in. Uh, it's a mask that has a feather duster on the face. <laughs> um, but let's say, like, American Horror Story style, like, you know, the midge has, like, a big bodysuit, and he's like, hey, would you be interested in having sex with this? <laughs> the they, midge is listening. And I, uh, no, he's asleep. Um, <laughs> but he... Uh, <laughs> 
let's say he suggested this and I said no, then he could be like, okay, and continue to watch his porn. It only becomes a problem if the midge asks again and again, again and, and again, again and again. Yeah. And then I'm starting to say, okay, this bondage porn that you're watching is becoming a problem. Right. Or, or it's also a problem if porn uh, becomes a, a substitute for interacting in your real life. And that, so like, you know, Terry Crews came out this uh, earlier this year saying that he was oh, a, yeah. a porn addict. Don and, John style. Yeah, and that's I, reference number two. Good, and that's the last one for 2016. Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, and so he said that you know he would watch it for hours on end, um, but at the same time he doesn't smoke, he doesn't drink, he doesn't do drugs, but he just he would do that for just hours. And when so I he read had to stop. that article, I, all I could think about was what Terry Crews looks like when he's masturbating. Uh, it's I was when you were saying all I could think about. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what came to it's my mind. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, well, he's a terrifying. He can be a terrifying looking guy. Apparently, he's so nice though. Oh, I'm sure. Like, what a great life he has, and you know, like he's very besides fun. His porn addiction. Five percent. <laughs> yeah, the poor guy can't watch porn ever again. Womp womp. Um, yeah, and if it becomes to that, but you that addiction, it's not porn's fault. That's just his his mental makeup. Just like indeed, you can't blame it. The you know Coors Light on some, uh, alcoholism. You know, yeah, exactly. Well, but maybe 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 Coors Light. You can. Uh, why did I say Coors you Light? Can't That's blame, so terrible. <laughs> you can't blame Sierra Nevada. Ugh. Uh, yeah. You oh, me? by the way, what? Uh, somebody, uh, Carolyn, I think tweeted in last week that, that, um, uh, we have to drink Nooner at our next drunken podcast, but we drink Nooner at the last I drunken podcast. I brought the Nooner. If you follow me on Twitter, you can see that as well. Yeah. Uh, that was, Sierra Nevada made that especially for us. Yes, um, they did. By the way. And I don't blame Sierra Nevada for my alcoholism. Um. I blame Carla Rossi. I blame Ernest and Julio Gallo. Oh, yeah, the Gallo family. Bartles and James. Sure. Uh, Chris- Captain and Morgan. <laughs> I hate rum. Uh, I blame the entire Mexican economy. So we, I was playing um, Run the Jewels right before the, uh, the show started. She's got that dick in her mouth all day. And it's great. I, I really like them a lot. And also, you know, Killer Mike, big Bernie Sanders... Uh, um, supporter and they he even introduced them at coachella this past weekend bernie sanders did yeah on video but still how badass is that um bernie sanders couldn't make it out to coachella uh no he was he just had a he a bad high he took some bad acid and sure sure he was just in one of the it was just an old guy tuxedo um i got a bone to pick with coachella okay when the fuck did they start letting those people have reception out there again Oh, is that... Was, I they, do not remember... Allowing that to happen? Yes, because I remember that there was something about that weekend, because I don't personally fuck with music festivals. I don't like crowds. I don't like sunburns. I don't like dirt. Um, I have to I have to be camping... And standing the, the whole right, time. I have to be camping under the right circumstances. I used to go to the Warp Tour a lot when I was younger. Oh, that's so cute. Sure. And then one year I was there and I was like, why the fuck do I come to this? Every year I come here and I fucking hate it. Like, so I stopped going there because I, you know, was growing up and developed my own opinion. And yeah, I don't care for music festivals. It is so not my scene. Yeah. I don't do the dr- I don't do drugs. Like, I just, it's, it's not for me. So... When Coachella would happen, 
I would always, you know, famously have a Nocella and uh, famously as if people give a shit what I do. But um, now I'm starting to hear, like I'm starting to see Instagram posts from fucking Coachella and normally they would just all flood in on Monday. Right. Like my friends would disappear for a weekend and it was so nice to not hear from these people. Right. About their stupid fucking Coachella. Also, Coachella's not cool anymore. It cuz now there's like articles and all these like 40-year-old women, 40-50-year-old women going to Coachella because they want to see Guns and Roses and like getting like I read an article about like this woman who just got like or these women, these middle-aged women who have a lot of money and they just cuz they're middle-aged women and they just get all this plastic surgery and all this shit preparing for Coachella. It's fucking I went Coachella nuts. lips. That's what they do. They're like, "Oh, you know, we got I was training with a personal trainer for a month preparing for Coachella and I got some different spots of liposuction. I mean, I that get it. Insane, like insane, though. It's, for it's a fucking like, weekend where you're just a bunch, around a bunch of sweaty, stinky white people. Like, Well, and, and it's like, uh, I, fine, live your life. It's very Sex in the City-esque, I guess, to, you know, go get dolled up for the weekend and rent an expensive ca- or hotel or cabin with your other rich friends and, you know, be around all these young people and watch Guns and uh, whatever the fuck. He was sitting the whole time. It was... Axel Rose? Yeah, well, he broke his foot or something like that. And so he was in... On the way up the stairs? No, he... It was prepared. Like, apparently he broke his foot. And so he sat in Dave Grohl's throne that he sat in when he broke his leg. Funny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I just don't like... I want to see, <laughs> like... I want to... I don't want somebody to cater 10 hours of, like, you know... Nine hours of shitty music and one hour of good music on a hot frickin' day. Oh, uh, honestly, and, in the middle of the fucking desert, like yeah. So I don't want to like curse anything, but like if that if the big one was to happen on Coachella weekend, those people be fucked up. We probably <laughs> lose some Kardashians that weekend because the fault, your tongue the fault lines right there, you guys. No, not my Kimmy. Um, I don't think Kim goes anymore. No, she's but. a mother. She's a, she's preggers, right? I, I can't believe I know these things. Why do I? Oh. Have you been watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? And she, why do I know that? <laughs> why do why? I know that? <laughs> That's, uh, uh, I've that only is, seen like three episodes. It's the best. Uh, uh, everybody should turn off this if you haven't watched it and watch the first season. No, again. don't turn this on. We're so we're we're, we're already on a so alone. Look, a Peter W G is at Universal Studios. That's who we should have asked to come today. Well, he's at Universal Studios. He's. I'm so jealous. I would love to be at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Do you care about that? Okay. Go Confession on. time. Yes. And I swear to God, if anybody fucking fucks this up for me, I will quit the podcast. Mm-hmm. I have read every Harry Potter book except the last one. And I have seen maybe the first four movies. So Which means that I do not know how Harry Potter ends. He dies. Shut the... F- are you- no, he doesn't. He does... Marty, I'm not joking right now. She is just uh, like I've never seen so much rage in someone's eyes. Does he die? You'll never know because you won't watch Star Wars and you won't finish the fucking books. Does he die? D- you'll have to watch it or, or read it. Just watch it. Just watch. Why would he die? Why would they kill him? Uh, look, a bunch of people right now are listening to this and freaking out and I can't tell you why they're freaking out. God damn it. Yep. Um, Does but he why die? Fuck. <laughs> Why didn't you watch the fucking or read? I don't the, know. 
Because I didn't. Because they're fucking long. And I just like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. I don't know who hurt me. Who hurt you? I don't know. Who hurt you? I haven't What did Daniel Radcliffe do to you? I don't know. I love him. Where did Rupert Grint touch you on this doll? Oh, God. Where do we begin? Um, I don't know. I don't know why I haven't done this. So do you have any interest in going to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? Only if it was private to me. Yeah, because we hate crowds. As I mentioned, I don't like crowds. Yeah, I'm just. I want to go on a like a rainy Tuesday morning. Hell you know? to the yes. Um, just go to Hogsmeade. Oh, I have a negative story because I really truly a negative was, story. I was really into Harry Potter, which is that's why it's so strange that I never found out how it ended because I was genuinely, genuinely super fucking into Harry Potter when I was in middle school, and um, one time, I think I was like. I found a, or my mom found like a recipe for the butterbeer or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they have it at the Wizarding World. Of course they do. Um, but I'm afraid to try it because of this story. Uh, so me and my friend Rachel Dran made a bunch of butterbeer and we drank a bunch of it. It was basically just fucking cream soda. Mm-hmm. And so we both drank so much butterbeer because we were trying to like, I don't know, we were being unsupervised, I guess, <laughs> so we just drank a bunch. So I ended up throwing up cream soda all night. And so now I'm like, every even after that, reading the books, being like, oh, got butterbeer, oh boy. It's, <laughs> like, it's like when you hear, like, so you bring up like whiskey around someone right, who like, right. had a bad experience. Yeah. That's how I feel about butterbeer. <laughs> Uh, that is so funny. Yeah, or cream soda, I guess. Yeah. Is it alcoholic? It, uh, no, no, oh. it's not. You they don't have alcohol in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? I, actually, I don't know, but you, kids are going to, you know, kids want to drink butterbeer. Harry drank butterbeer. So. I know. Um, Before he died? Oh, I'll uh, watch the movies. I'll okay. watch them. I'll watch the movies. The movie's actually week. really good. I'm sure that they oh. are. I've heard. Uh, the first one, I, or I tried watching the second one You're the other day. Harry. <laughs> It's and it's terrible. There's like that famous like clip where of from the first movie where mm-hmm. you see Emma Watson like mouth, mouthing the lines of the other kids. Shut up! Because she memorized would memorize the entire script and like her lips are moving while other characters are saying the lines. It's the funny. It's the cutest thing. It's cute. I mean, there there were just terrible actors. You know, like basically Christopher Columbus, Chris Columbus, the guy who directed. It, he was just like R.I.P. Uh, no, no, he's still alive. Oh, who died? The wizard. Dumbledore. Dumbledore? The Dumbl- actor. Oh. And yeah. also oh, right, Dumbledore. Right, right. Dumbledore. Um, he uh, was saying that like basically the challenge was cutting around these kids. Like, Wowie, yeah, wow. Which is great because they're all great actors now and it's really cute. I guess if you're around all the best British actors for your entire childhood, yeah. <laughs> you're going to learn something. Oh, who else is dead? What's his face? Alan Rickman. Rickman, yeah. And Doris Roberts, rest in peace. Oh. Yeah. Famed for playing Mrs. McGonagall. <laughs> no, Professor she, McGonagall. She was cut out of all seven movies. Crazy thing. Doris Roberts was in all eight movies, actually, but she was cut out. Fuck it. She could have told me what happens at the end. Um, but now she's dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Famous for her role in The Golden Girls. No. No. Famous for her role in The Proposal, uh, yeah, uh, where she plays yeah. Ryan Reynolds' mom. Um, Famous for her role as Betty White. Uh, yes. She played Betty White in The Golden Girls. Uh, she was in Everybody Loves Raymond. I, had a, I have a, an old friend who was, is friends with her, or was friends with her. Um, and he was just saying, like, I was at her house, and like there was like a, 
this is years after Raymond rapped and like just there was like a bunch of papers on her desk mm -hmm. including like a residual check from like a quarterly residual check from Raymond mm -hmm. guess how much it was how much I think I think he said four hundred thousand dollars or maybe it was a quarter million but Holy just like just hell. hanging out on her on her desk oh Doris Roberts you about to get net worth from the grave girl <laughs> okay I'm going to do some shouts outs shouts um, outs shouts outs uh, Tyson, he said, I just saw what happened. Mrs. Miss Simone, seen it? Nope. Um, Darren. 14 was, million. Yep. Uh, Darren Husted pointed out that X Hamster banned uh, North Carolina for, from access to their porn site. Um, uh, Jane says that we need a, um, a conspiracy section for the podcast, and it should only be conspiracies about John Piricello. And. Uh, huh. Then Chris Brown sent an article about Killer Mike that I didn't read, but and I'll read after the show, and I appreciate that. Uh, and Evan said, asked if we used um, Amazon one-day shipping yet. It's hugely irresponsible and totally awesome. I ordered at 10 p.m., arrived by 9 a.m. This episode brought to you by Amazon Prime. One-day so shipping. so many questions on this issue. I appreciate it, um, and I would like to talk about it if we can. However, before... <laughs> I will do my own shouts outs. Okay. Oh, and uh, Chris Miller also has a friend who uh, is a, a jealous, uh, is, is jealous of porn. She says it makes her feel less attractive and unwanted. Oh, I'm sorry. Girl, you are not. Tell your friend, tell her, calm down, it's natural. Um, actually, probably don't tell her because you're a man and you'll sound condescending. Um, Jane says, I wish I knew the answer to the porn question as well. I know my husband watches and I know, uh, and he knows I have my own that I like. Get it, girl. Sounds like a good relationship. Um, oh, and then Jane also says, do you think Coachella has been taken over by the uber wealthy, like Burning Man, so it is now catering to them? Of course. You know who it's been taken over by? Uber. Like, yeah. that weekend, all the Uber drivers in LA go so all the way to the yeah. desert. Yeah, and... Um, and they go and they make a shitload of money and, and when the show c goes over and you're paying seven times as much for, you know, because of the... the Fucking uh, nuts. Yeah, it is it is crazy. And for what? Why? <clears throat> Why would you go there? So you can have a bunch of fucking dirty kids on Molly get in your fucking car? Well, you can see Kesha's big comeback. There was Kesha at Coachella? Yeah. Good for you, girl. Yeah. Uh yeah. Evan says, everybody dies if the story gets far enough along. What does this mean? Oh, he means that everybody dies eventually. But, Not a wizard. <laughs> and um, I won't die with $14 million. Um, hey, mm -hmm. he might. Oh, well, here's hoping. Uh, surgeons at Johns Hopkins Medicine are planning to conduct experimental penis transplants in the hope of restoring urinary and sexual function to 60 wounded servicemen. They're going to do... 60 penis transplants. That's awesome. Do you get to pick your penis? Right. Yeah. Do you get to like a bunch of like cadavers lined up on a table yeah. and you get to pick which one you want? Yeah. That's exactly how it goes. And like they have like G's or S's written on their chest for if they're growers or showers? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. And Anything for the troops. And actually, yeah, I guess the, maybe their wives get to pick. I mean, wouldn't that be more appropriate? Um, I suppose. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess they will have to uh, 
geez, I suppose I should read these articles beforehand. But yeah, they will have to get them from um, cadavers. Yeah. Have a good day at right. work, hyper Canadian. Oh. Yeah. Um, it'll only involve the penis and will not include the testes. Well, who, where are they going to get those from? Uh, I don't know. Um, that, that is, I mean, it's crazy. It just shows you how... Are there soldiers who just had their dicks blown off? No, they would have other things blown off. But, <laughs> okay. like, but I'm saying that... Wait, it wait, shows... wait, 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 wait. So, yes. they get their dicks and their legs blown off. And so they're just attaching these loose dicks with no balls to the bosoms of torsos. <laughs> Your point being, oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> these are these people lost their dicks for our, our freedom. So they're going to attach a dick to the bottom of their torso? Well, like a fucking, not all of them like a ha- kite? are legless. Oh my god, like a, <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look at me, I'm flying. There's no one else here to stop me from talking like this. Uh, they, but it says something about how important our sexual lives are. You know, when you talk about not in Utah. Porn. What? Not, not in Utah. Not in Utah. Well, apparently, yeah, they have their own sexual issues. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But go on. Go ahead. Go, go I'm on. just thinking of other comparisons that a dick on the bottom of a torso would look like. Yes, no, perhaps go on. a picture frame that, like, <laughs> the bottom is the stand that holds it up. Okay. Because they're rectangles yeah. shaped like a picture frame. It works in my head and um, maybe in some of yours. Um, keep riffing. Uh, I don't want to because I know that this is really going to get me in hell if it was real. Uh, if if dick transplants were real. Hell was real. Oh, right. Um, what was the thing that you wanted to talk about? Um, Amazon. Oh, yeah. I want to talk Quare. about Amazon. Quare, I, was on, I was on Amazon Prime because um, I may or may not have broken a toaster. Quare, you know you're not supposed to be cooking. Uh, is, would we count toasting <laughs> bread as cooking? Uh, sure. No. Yes. I don't know. For you, like I want to take a poll of the listeners. Is <laughs> is toasting bread cooking? Uh, yes, it it is. Okay, well, fine. I was cooking when I wasn't supposed to, and I may have broken the toaster. So I was on the Amazon trying to replace said toaster mm-hmm. before Cassandra and her roommates found out, and I saw dash buttons. And I think you have to explain, Claire, what dash buttons are to the uninformed. I wish I could. Amazon dash buttons cost $5 each. And you can attach them, I suppose, to keys or you can stick them to surfaces. But they're connected by Bluetooth. And so it's a little plastic um, electronic device. Yes, and they're connected by Bluetooth and you have to assign them like they have different brand names on them, like Bounty and Tide, and um, they pretty much look like tiny little NASCARs because of all the brands that they make. Right, but each one is associated with one brand. Yes. So you press you. Let's say you buy the Bounty one, and then you assign it to every time that you push your dash button, it will automatically order you a twenty-four pack of. Paper towels. Uh huh. And it's cheaper than buying them at the store. Right. 
and it comes in like like three cardboard boxes nesting together with like a bunch of like packing stuff. When Is it that twill? No, it's not. Because that's what I was curious about. First of all, I don't see the point in this. Apparently, people thought that these were an April Fool's joke, but they are very real. And mm-hmm. but I don't see the point in having all of these things because how Go if on. it mm-hmm. if they was to be delivered to your house by drone, then perhaps right, and you get them within twenty minutes to an hour, sure, but if it takes two days, why do you need the convenience of a button that only does one? thing yeah yeah when you could just go on your phone and fucking order it <laughs> hey. if you're that lazy put the paper towels in your wish list and just order them every time you need them. why would you get a why would you fill your house with labels square you don't need to throw things when you when you talk. i don't understand i'm growing up in a commercialized society and it's becoming more and more like idiocracy every day Wow. Calm down, please. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're right. You are absolutely right. And Oh, she's getting worked up. And like what Evan said, it's both irresponsible and awesome. Like, you know, being able to order something and have it come like in an hour is like so, you know, in LA. Is one day shipping now attached to Amazon Prime or is it still two? uh, It's still two, I think. But they do have the one day and I think it's like $3.99 if you're a... If you're an Amazon Prime, damn, member. and and LA and a bunch of other markets, they have one hour shipping or same day shipping, basically. Right. So it arrived, um, and which I is have crazy certain to me. Things, yeah, that they're like same day, but I'm Aquarius, right? I what the fuck do you need a one? How many of those do you buy? There like are, your fridge the, is just lined up with different dashboards. Well, no, you you have the food ones on the on the fridge, and then you have the. The Cottonelle one by the toilet, and then you have the the Tide one by the the washing machine. It's like the fucking Jetsons, um, you know. And you should be excited about that. It's I would, awesome. I would if it wasn't filling my house with fucking brand names. Yes, that yeah. I mean, it it's it's where we are. I guess it's like people want instant gratification. It used to be like when you ordered things on like by mail order is what they used to call it. Um, you what? get it out of a catalog, and it would say takes six to eight weeks of shipping. Is that shipping. a magazine? Uh, well, it would be most like there used to be that thing called like uh, Johnson Smith catalog, where you get like you know uh, gag gifts and like uh, you know fake poop and and magic tricks and like ah! gadgets, and it would be like six to eight weeks of sh- you know, and then you would sh- run out to the like the uh, the mailbox every day to see if it came and it was like really exciting uh but now you're just like i can't believe it took them till nine o'clock oh my god i it get took fucking so long. pissed Ugh. if my two day shipping stuff does not show up yeah it says two days and it's been two and a half oh uh, i just ordered a yoga towel off of amazon and it took two days and i was very pleased with it which one what, what, a yoga towel oh yeah, because everybody needs a yoga towel, and they need a spinning towel, and they also need... Oh. Bitch, it's a matte-length towel, and it's perfect for I'm when I do I'm saying that's why you need it. Oh. It's, oh that's disgusting. Uh, by th- the way, Jane, Queer steals from my purse. That's where Queer gets the money for her toaster. I take from her purse. It's a, Better Amazon and toasters than dwarves. And then Darren reminds us that are, there are prosthetic te- testicles uh, that... They have ones for dogs. They're called nudicles. nudicles. Yes. Um, Evan said, uh, 
a pogo stick dick. Oh, so that, that's a thing. That just sounds painful. That's how you have. That's how he has sex. The the legless prosthetic. Dude, fucking. That's like a great way to get buff. Oh yeah, I you suppose. Got, need some, you know, just wicked tricep corn. dips all day. W- w- wicked core strength. <laughs> Holy and, hell! Yeah, and doing your dick push-ups. Chris Miller says that what does this mean needs to be my new catchphrase, which I wish that I remembered when I even said that. Oh yeah. What does this mean? What would you, if you had to get one dash button, what would it be? So I was just thinking about this in my head. Good. Because uh, perhaps, perhaps I spoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to contribute to corporate America in my own ways. I don't like to buy Bounty and Nestle. It doesn't have to be a brand. It can be- I'm saying that if I had dash buttons for all the shit that I buy at Trader Joe's all the time... But one thing. How fast does it get delivered to me? It gets delivered to you in one hour. No, no, no. Next day. God, now that I think about it, toilet paper and all that stuff would be really helpful to have around the house. as just a dash button. Oh, my God. <laughs> She gets Dash it. Dash buttons are making sense. Dash buttons are awesome. But like, also, I could just order that shit off of Amazon. What would I have a dash button if I could get it in the next day? Next day. Next day dash button. Um, uh, good meat. Good, expensive, nice meat. All right. That's good. Yeah. Freeze your, pa- freeze your ship to me. Like, here's would, some nice steaks. I would do some cheese, but I know that... You know, you're lactose intolerant. So. I'm having a charcuterie for the Game of Thrones night on Sunday. Um, and that's the premiere? That's the premiere of season six. I was going to serve boar because it, that's a funny Game of Thrones reference. Hilarious. But uh, obviously I'm not going to serve boar because where the hell do I get a fucking boar? And how do I cook a boar? Well, you can just get some bacon. It's not the same. All right. right. All right. Sorry. I'm doing a charcuterie. Uh, that sounds uh, just, it's so weird that like two months ago you were vegan and now you're serving a bunch of cured meats. This is how I typically eat. It was just, you know, yeah. if I anything, it. it was more weird that I was vegan. How many people are you having over? Three tops. Cause you don't fucking talk during the game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Like shut up. All right. And I'm only having three trusted people who I know are caught up, know what's going on. Up on the theories, uh-huh. like I'm not just having casual watchers over. Yeah, because and they, this is the only thing I care about. Will these three people know if Harry Potter died or not? I think that they all do know. Okay, don't ask them. Just watch the movies. I've gone this long yeah. without asking when the fuck did the, when the last book came out. I think I was like maybe a senior in high school or a junior in high school. I don't know, 2006, 2007. I've made it almost ten years without knowing the ending of the last Harry Potter book. Uh. I can't believe it's been that long. That's crazy. So, um, Isn't are, it? are you going to be wearing a costume? In my own house? It, you have friends coming over. You're having charcuterie. It's I not out of the realm of possibility. Sense. I'll probably do my hair kind of crazy in a bunch of braids. And, and will you be serving mead? Is that what they drink? The fuck is mead? It's, it's fermented honey beverage. Oof. No, probably not. Oh. That sounds like butterbeer yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to probably just have wine. Uh, but out of a flagon, right? What? 
Well, I, they don't have fine crystal, do they? And Game of Thrones? The wealthy people do. All right, fine. I don't <laughs> either. <laughs> I don't have fine crystal at all. Um, so this uh, right now what's happening in Southern California, and by the way, tweet in, email us if you're into this. It's uh, the Ren Fair time. Woo! <laughs> and it's over, it's over at like the Santa, Santa Fe Reservoir over in, you know, over that away. That sounds hot and a bunch of crowds that I would be into. Uh, you know what? I spent my entire, like, ever since I went when I was 12 up until maybe three years ago thinking like, what a fucking joke. What a bunch of weirdos. And because uh, I went when I was 12 and it was dirty, yeah. sweaty, yeah. and just gross. You go to this one, it's fucking awesome. Really? It is so much fun. Because I, I've, I've, the only time I've ever been to a Ren Fair, I was fucking maybe like five or six years old. And I just remember being in line waiting to get in and there was like a puppet. Oh. Uh, excuse me. It's the top of the hour and you're listening to the Nuna uh, podcast. Oh, on this, on that's this Cassandra's podcast. thing. <laughs> I feel like I didn't get it all out, but we know what we're talking about. Uh, shut the fuck up, Queer. Why won't you take me to the Renaissance Fair? Maybe I will. Uh, anyways, what was I saying? Oh, five or six years old, and there was like a guy controlling a puppet who would like insult people while we were uh, waiting a to get in. A puppeteer? Uh, I think it was just a guy controlling <laughs> a puppet. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're doing. This was... Uh, what was it? What's his fucking name? Dunham? Jeff? Jeff Dunham? Yeah, this was his early work is in a Denver Ren Fair. But um, I know people who go every year and it just like, I think that I'm in the right mindset to really enjoy like how kooky and weird it is that I think I'd really enjoy it. I think you would. And like, yeah. you know, they have, it's pretty well organized. There, there are bath or I guess there are... Uh, you know, clean outhouses everywhere. There's they serve beer and yeah. wine, and like they have. Is it outhouses? Yeah, but they you know they have the water pumping stations and all that stuff. But it's it's totally awesome. And oh shit, and they, and the they have, quarter parties is really turning me off to it right now. But they have rides there, and like my friend went with his kids, and his kid was looking at uh, this guy running the stall, like he had. Um, this huge like broadsword on his on his uh, uh, belt, uh -huh. and the kid was looking at it, and the guy just said, "Oh, you like my sword?" and just gave it to him. It's a full on like badass sword. What? Just gave him the fucking sword. It Jesus. Was, yeah, it was. That's awesome. terrible. It's, <laughs> I know. It sounds like a gun show. <laughs> right, right. Hey, it's your right. You like this guy? Okay, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Um. Gosh, porter parties really makes me. That's another thing I don't like about Coachella. Um, or any sort of outdoor festival, porta potties. Fuck. Ooh, jeez. Uh, um, but I don't know. Just get over it. You gotta, you know. Just get over it. Get, you heard me right. Did I stutter? No. Hey, uh, I have a question. Go on. When? Um, because I'm so you're saying there's rides, so they're probably like uh like fair rides, you know? Uh, no, but they're like they have like these giant swings, like or that. Like you know, a boat that's on a yeah that teeters back yeah. and forth, but it's like pushed by hand, and so there are these oh, men there that push it, and like 
this friend who got the sword, that little boy, he was just terrified. There were these photos of him just like tears running down his face, his face bright red. Wait, it's one person on the swing board no, themselves it's like, while it's a bunch like, of dudes just pushing back and forth? No, it's like 10 kids, you know. Okay, so it's kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, oh, queer, I guess, do you want to ride on the swings? Yes. <laughs> you won't be scared, queer? I'm not afraid of anything. I've been to prison, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, put the knife down. Hey, David Castor's going to the Ren Fair on May 22nd. See? That's like closing weekend, David. You got to get there early before it gets too hot. Okay, so my question was, when in your adult life, if ever, because I don't know, were you able to stop, like, were you unable to ride roller coasters anymore? Good question. Excellent question. I used to go, like, oh, here's how crazy it is. So there's a Marriott's up where I grew up. Um, I guess that, that's, it's six, it turned into Six Flags. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was called Marriott's Great America. And they had these upside down, you know, things. And like my parents would drop us off. Like t- I was 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like, we'll pick you up at, th- you know, three or whenever. And me and my sisters or me and my friend Nick, we would just go and just wander. You know, we'd have like $6 for lunch and then we would just ride the rides all day. Right. And just like no, no parental supervision at all. Totally. And like how crazy, like my parents would be arrested now if they did that. Oh, I, that my, we did the same thing. We, we would, we wouldn't even fucking get dropped off. They'd be like, here's money for the light rail. Go to Elitch's Six Flags in uh-huh. Denver. Like, they put us on the fucking train. They wouldn't even drive us. That's awesome. And me and my sister and my cousins would be like, I don't know, uh, 12, maybe <laughs> 11. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't do that. And now. then I, you know, and then we would just like see how many times we could ride the roller coaster mm-hmm. and like never, never felt anything at all. Right. I took my uh, nieces to Six Flags. This was, I think, three years ago. I talked about it on the podcast. But, Magic but, Mountain. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I, the very first roller coaster we went on, like mm-hmm. it went upside down. And as we were going upside down, I could, I felt my keys coming out of my pocket and on the loop, I could just see them falling to no! the ground in slow motion. Um, and then, you know, I, I, and it sucked, and but it was for them, like, the, you know, it was their first time at, at Magic Mountain, so I was just, just like, all right, we're, we're, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And then, like, their <laughs> dad had to come pick me up, and uh, pick us up, and then, <laughs> and then I had to go back the next day when it was closed to see if I could get my keys. And also... Couldn't and then, they look for your keys? Uh, they... Couldn't find them, turns out. And I was like, I know exactly where it is. And they're like, nope, you can't go back there. Like, I, w- I wanted to f- look for them because I knew where they were, but they wouldn't let me underneath the roller coaster because of, uh, you know, decapitations. Yeah, but it was closed. The whole place was fucking closed. Like, Argh! spooky. And yeah, it was spooky. And then I had to wait for four hours for a locksmith to come and make a key. Ugh. And that was like $400. Um, so, but. My point is, the point is, after that first ride, I came off and I was completely nauseated. Yeah. And like, I had a headache and then I rode the next one and it just got worse. And from the the third one on, I was just like, you kids have fun. I'll be standing right here. Yeah. I, and I've never, that was when I was like, I'm fucking old. I, 
I went to the OC fair about four years ago with my boyfriend at the time, and he was maybe six years older than me or something like that. How tall? He was my height. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, maybe like a little bit shorter. Uh, oh, shit. Look at David Castro's fucking... I know. Fucking, that's fucking awesome. Oh, you should I'm retweet that. I'm retweeting that. Yeah. Uh, David Castro apparently goes all fucking out He's, for Speaking of Renfe. GOT... Oh, my God. He's a dragon rider. No kidding. Okay, so we were at the OC Fair, and I was like, hey, like, let's get on a ride. And he was like, I can't. I'm too old for those rides. I was like, shut up. Like, whatever. You're being stupid. And he was just like, I'll go on one ride, so make it worth it. So I went on one ride, and he got off, and he was just like, I feel awful right now. And I was like, eh, it's fine, because I was like maybe 21, 22. And then, like, two years later, I took a family friend to Magic Mountain, and she's 15, 16 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm maybe 24 or something like that. And I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, oh, man, my, you know, blank is so stupid, like, and so old for getting sick on those fair rides, you know, but, like, this is, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm still young. Right. Whoa. One ride, Goliath, the fucking big drop one. Yeah. Which I've been on before in high school. Yeah. I got off and I was just like, shut up. No way. <laughs> and so then we went on I went on every ride with her though. And by the end of the day I got home and I got back to, you know, that said boyfriend and I was just like I'm so sorry. Holy shit. I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't believe that I fucking made fun of you. Like I, I now I when was the last time I was on a roller coaster? I don't know, but like I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. It makes me sick, and I feel like I'm maybe even I'm hoping to say that I'm too young for this, but I don't think I am. I do want to go on. Um, well, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, like that is a ride, right? I think it's a ride. I'll do Star Probably. Tours, but like even the fucking Simpsons ride made me um, uh, dizzy. I think that I can do those ones. Um, oh, you know what? I went to Disneyland kind of recently, but we only went on like, oh yeah, we went on Space Mountain only mm. because it, we, you know, like they had passes. So it was like free. We went on Space Mountain and Space Mountain, I was like, I was kind of sick and I was like, God damn it. I don't even have Space Mountain in me, which I think is called Hyperspace Mountain now for Star Wars reasons. But like, oh. I was so sad. I was like, I, I'm... I'm in my 20s still. Yeah. And I can't enjoy this shit anymore? Um, How could I ever have children? Stop acting like you don't have me. You legally do have I, adopted her, so... I know, and so I... You have to... You have to man, the only sorry, reason I did up. it was for the tax breaks. And how's that she worked out She claims me as a dependent, so she gets more money back at the end of the year. Well, Claire, you do break toasters. So you are a liability in that yeah, sense. Yeah, and it fucking she has to eat too. Otherwise, she's gonna go back to prison. Free meals in a cot. Free hots in a cot. <laughs> as Giselle says. Um. So Johnny Depp and his child bride <laughs> Amber Heard. It's not a child bride. Whatever. She's like thirty years younger than him. No, twenty years, I think. But is that true? Um, Probably. Yeah. Whatever. He's Johnny Depp. So what were they in trouble about? Uh, they, a couple years ago, I think, 
they smuggled their two dogs into Australia because uh, one of them was in their like, butts. Yeah, they stuck their chihuahuas up their butts. No, they. I don't know exactly how they did it, but they were. One of them was filming in Australia, and like they were like Australia was like you can't bring your stupid dogs here, and they were like fuck you, I'm Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, we're gonna do whatever we want. Smuggle their dogs into Australia, get caught, have to get their dogs out and kicked out, and so now it's been a couple years, I think, and they're you know in court about it. Because they smuggled into the country, and so they filmed this bizarre. Well, they video. pled guilty. Yeah, they pled guilty because they did it, but they pled like they filmed this bizarre like video apologizing to Australia because I'm assuming that that's something that you have to do in court. But it's very stiff and weird, and I guarantee the second the camera was shut off, both of them were like, "Fuck this!" Fuck oh. this. God damn it. Do they know who we are? Like they are, they're talking about like Australia is a beautiful place. They don't believe a word that they're saying. Are you going to play it? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll find it. But, um, it's only like 30, 40 seconds. But this played in a courtroom in Australia. It, uh, in a courtroom? Oh. I think so. Yeah, they, um, yeah basically the, the reason why is that they, ha- I, they have this thing is because um, you know, Australia is, well, they explain why here. We'll hear what they say. Oops. Plants, animals, and people. It has to be protected. Australia is free of many pests and diseases that are commonplace around the world. That is why Australia has to have such strong biosecurity laws. And Australians are just as unique, both warm and direct. When you disrespect Australian law, they will tell you firmly. That's... I'm truly sorry that Pistol and Boo were not declared. (laughs) Pistol and Protecting (laughs) Australia is important. Declare everything when you enter Australia. Those are words to live by. There was your thing about, um, what was your your word of advice uh, earlier on in the show for April? Uh, If you don't trust your significant other to get out of the relationship? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That and declare everything. Declare, uh, declare everything. Yeah. Entering He's 23 years older than Amber Heard. That, I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what, it, like, you know, like how unnatural people are when they present at the Oscars? Yeah. That's what that felt like. Yeah. Like, but in front of, I will say a line and then you say a line and then I will say something and you will say something. We did not write this. We do not mean this. Yes. And we're very, yes, we'd much rather be at the after party. I, I think it's, you know, like, I get it. Like, you're rich and you feel entitled and you're movie stars. You can get away with it. Right. But, Fuck you. I mean, I mean, it it is hard. Like you have to, if you bring a dog into Australia, you have to declare it, and the dog has to be quarantined, and it's a big, huge pain in the ass. But so fucking leave your dogs at home. Yeah, with one of your like your three assistants, you know. Hello. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, we love. I love our my dogs. I would, you know, you love your dog, but I have two dogs. Two dogs. But I do only love one of them. Okay, that's you are what, correct. Yes. Um. I like one of my dogs. I love the other one. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't know that Amber Heard was in Magic Mike XXL. Um, oh, well, that's what we're here to teach you about people. And the Danish The things girl. that Amber Heard was in. Hey, you know, Amber Heard kind of looks like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. From the movie Don John. <laughs> that's reference number three. <laughs> she, Quare just dropped the mic. 
Um, Where didn't say it? I, know, I but did. she was doing it for you because she's courteous. Uh, say yo, say thank you. I don't thank think you. I've seen her in anything. Oh no, I saw her in that one of uh, Mandy something or other. Um, Mandy Moore. No, what's? The, are you looking at her IMDb? Oh, I was, and then I got bored oh. of it. Yeah, well, that horror I, movie she did where she kills everybody. Um, Megan's body. No, with Megan Fox. I got another bone to pick if you're ready to hear it. I, I like when you pick bones in this Jennifer's uh, body. Drive Angry is what you're talking about? Nope. Uh, it's got a girl's name in the title. All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Yeah, that's the one. What the, hell, what the fuck movie is that? Uh, it's, it's actually, uh, it's kind of, it's got its moments, and she, you know, and she gets to play a serial killer. That's pretty awesome. She was in The Rum Diary. Is that where her and Johnny Depp met? I, I'm guessing. Cute. Yeah. Meeting on set. Yeah. You made me leave my wife. And my oh boy. Anyways, here's my bone to pick. Mm-hmm. Hey, Megan Fox. Yes? Why you gotta look so pretty all the time? When she's preggers with her third. A third? Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Why do I know that? That Why is, do I know that? Oh Why do you know that? That's so insane. <laughs> like, uh, oh my god, she's pregnant with a dude. And you know, because hey. we look for news stories to talk about on the show, That's and we have true. to read bullshit like that. Here's my problem. I watch the new girl. Okay. Do you? I used to, and you know, because friend of the show, uh, Max. You know, he he's on that show. Max is a friend of the show. Yeah, he's been on the show. What? Yeah, he's, Schmidt. Yeah, he's a great guy. Super nice. Bring him back. Um, Why don't we get celebrities on this show anymore? Because Dan's not on the show anymore. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I want to hear his episode. What am I looking at? That's the Ren Fair swing. That's my nieces on it. Cute. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I'm not going to tweet out photos of my nieces, though. Good. I'm glad that we had that <clears throat> that, and that everybody on can just great, wonder what it great looks like. Great podcasting. Anyways, so I watched The New Girl a lot, and I just caught up with everything on Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't have cable, mm-hmm. and um, Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. in like the first like episode or two. Vegan. Really? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Why do I know that? Jesus. Yeah, oh, because she was on Top Chef. Cool. Yeah. Uh, she's like, hey guys, you're going to make me some vegan food? <laughs> Spot on. I'm pretty known for my Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> you know what? Maybe next week we can have Zoe Deschanel on the show. Oh my God. That would be awesome. Because I know her because I do the impression. Um, anyways, so my girl Zoe was on like the first two episodes and obviously pregnant. I mean, not obvious if you're not like, you know, a trained eye actress who like every time that you watch television watches uh, what actresses are wearing and if they've gained weight or not um, and knows what it looks like when an actress is pregnant. But anyway, so she's pregnant, so they like have the whole plot line of like Jess gets uh, called for jury, jury duty on a high-profile O.J. Simpson-style case where she has to be in a jury and locked away for a month, and nobody can talk to her. Mm. Brilliant writing if you have an actress who's too pregnant to be on camera um, and about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So she leaves, and they need to rent her room out to someone in the loft, so... Enter in pharmaceutical rep Megan Fox, who needs a place to stay for a month. And the hotel that I'm staying at has a lobster tank in the room. It's disgusting. And so Megan Fox plays like this like super bitchy, 
like pharmaceutical rep who like knows how hot she is and is also like a bisexual because like her and Cece hooked up once, which like made Schmidt jealous. It's this whole thing. Fine. Mm -hmm. Fine. Yes. My problem. Yeah, we're we're getting this is your bone and you're picking it. I just had to set it up. I just set up the bone. Uh, Yeah, I know. I'm I'm with you. Start picking it with you. Every scene of every episode that she is in, mm-hmm. and specifically, if I'm using a big example of why it made me so angry, there's a scene where they talk about a heat wave in Los Angeles, and they don't have nobody has air conditioners, but Megan Fox manages to get one and says, "I'm going to set it up in my room. If you guys want, you can come and hang up in the room." But Nick has already put together his own kind of air conditioner that's all janky. And so he's stubborn and refuses to go use the real air conditioner. They get in a fight. Uh-huh. Not a physical fight, but a fight. Right. And Megan Fox is yelling at Nick, who's covered in sweat. Mm-hmm. Makeup. Water. Fine. Who's covered in sweat, looks like shit, and it's like, come in the room. I'm not going to come out. I'm, I'm not going to let you stay out here. And they have a standoff in the mm-hmm. hot room. Cut to commercial. Come back. Time, time has passed. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. When Nick. do we get to the bone that you're picking? I'm here. Okay, okay. Sorry. Nick, I had to set it up. I, I understand. I understand. And what show is this again? New Girl. Can you explain the premise? No, go, go on. Go on. <laughs> Someone quirky. Um, they start... Time has passed. Nick, even more sweaty, even more gross. Megan Fox, hair down. Not a hair out of place. Still gorgeous. Maybe they've splashed a little water on her face, but she's still unreal beautiful. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Cece who's also a fucking model. Super hot. She's got her hair up and looks all sweaty and grungy in this episode, but Megan Fox looks perfect the whole time. This makes me upset. So you're saying that TV isn't real? I'm just saying that, like... Yeah? I don't even think that Megan Fox is happy that she has to fucking play the same role over and over and over and over again. The sad thing, it's probably all she can do. Did you see Jennifer's body? Where she's playing this role, where she's just this fucking super hot person. Yeah. Give her a fucking chance. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen her in anything that you've liked her in? Uh, Darren, I know there's no the. I've already heard shit about this before. Um. <laughs> no, it's the new girl. The, it's it's new girl. Fine. It's the Star Wars. It's the new girl on the Facebook. What is this? Doug loves movies. Ah. Uh. Um, okay, so, but do you like her? I don't want to dislike her because I don't think that it's her fault that she has to look perfect in every scene. I think that it is the fault of scummy white fucking producers. (laughs) Scummy white producers. Who want to make sure that she looks hot in every like there's like uh, it's just so stupid mm-hmm. it's just so fucking stupid well i mean you know she's not the only one who like rita hayworth never had hair out of place in any movie she was in i know but that's the problem All it's right. not real and also you have other pretty girls if if this show if it was the same exact fucking episode but zoe de chanel was still there i guarantee that they would make zoe de chanel look all messy and shitty okay all right hold on here we go we're going to dip into the mail sack 
Dan Etheridge, by the way, is in Thailand. Or I think he, he, maybe he'll come back soon. Hopefully he'll come back. But lucky fella. Why are you choosing to talk during the song? Uh, yeah, that was great. Oh, sorry. Because I know that wasn't just for me. I don't give a shit when Dan comes back. Well, I just... I never met the guy. I like hearing Dan's voice, and it just made me think, like, oh, I miss Dan. Okay. Yeah. Um, you could have played that while I was on my big new girl rant that wasted probably seven minutes of the show. N- well, it was like six and a half minutes of setup, and but it was uh, appreciated. What do you want me to do? <laughs> it's no, it something was great. that I'm passionate about. I know, and that's why people love you. They shot passionate. the first four episodes at the end of last year before she was showing, then resumed production after, says Darren. Of course Darren does. And I'm sure he'll link to it at tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Um, ooh. Link a picture of her looking pregnant. Yeah. And get one, uh, one of um, Megan Fox looking sweaty and gross. Oh, you can't find one. <laughs> Who the fuck has their hair down when it's that hot? That's the biggest problem. At least put her hair in a ponytail. God, <sighs> Fox, Ash Williams, um, maybe he wants she, my she, Twitter account. Does she own that network, Megan? No, okay. Marty. She doesn't own Fox. That's probably not even her real last name. Uh, it was only- probably given to her by some skeezy white lo- <laughs> fucking agent who was like, "I'm gonna make you a star, sweet tits." Have you ever heard of? Fucking Transformers. Um, it's so sad that she and Brian Austin Green are splitting. Oh, so it makes me so sad. Why do I know that? <laughs> uh, I think Megan Fox is her, her born name. Um, I mean, that would be pretty presumptuous to name yourself Fox and be all hot and everything. We have one email this week. Would it? Yeah, because she's a fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, never mind. Ash Williams says, don't wait for the law to change. Make yourself worth $15 an hour. In a speech, uh, Trump, Donald Trump mixes 9-11 with 7-11. <laughs> never forget the battle of the big gulp. Hashtag dump Trump. Hashtag Cougars, Cougars balls. And then it's signed Um Let's hear a little bit of that. Do you mind? Of what? Talk just for a second. I wrote this out. And it's very close to my heart because I was down there and I watch our police and our firemen down at 7-Eleven, down the World Trade Center. right no. down. And I saw the greatest people I've ever seen in action. Wow. I saw the bravest people no. I've ever seen, like, including the construction not even catching his own words. person down there. That's what New York Value is about. And so I wrote out a little something. That is insane. Like talk about... The New York values. I I read that headline and I thought it was an so onion well. thing. I couldn't. The values that make yeah, us somebody read that headline to me, but this is the first state, time I've heard it. Despite its problems, yeah, we love this state. We know it's going to come. <laughs> and I saw the greatest people I've ever seen in action. I saw the bravest people at Seven Eleven. Watch our police. Did he say Seven Eleven again? No, I'm, I'm just down the World Trade Center. <laughs> but just like there's, he's not even listening to his own words. Uh, that's pretty oh, um, unbelievable. Oh my God. And you know what? No one's going to care. Um, Chris, Nobody's going to give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he will, what? Win, he will win New York. But not because of him, but because also everybody hates Ted Cruz. So uh, Everybody hates Ted Cruz. Cha. 
Chris Brown writes that uh, Megan Fox was all right in the last Ninja Turtles movie. Is she in the next one? If only we could find out how. Um, <laughs> if that's true or not. So that is shocking. Um, you know, Ariana Huffington has, she just wrote this book about sleep and because she, she apparently was uh, overworking herself and sleep depriving herself. And so... Her? No. Yeah. So she wrote this book about how important sleep is and how it makes your life better and, you know, how lack of sleep makes you unhealthy. And basically she said that, and, and Donald Trump is famous for saying he only sleeps a few hours a night. Um, and so she was saying that Donald Trump exhibits all the signs of somebody who's sleep deprived. Um, like, you know. <laughs> Egomania, well, psycho. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically he, uh, he doesn't think about his words. You know, he's, he's paranoid. He's irritable. He, and, but not the, the, um, the egomaniacal stuff, but just that he, ex- and it, you know, she's listing them off and she's like, all right, that sounds about right. Um, so I'm worried because I've been having ter- terrible sleep lately. Same here. Uh, yes, she's in the next Ninja Turtles movie. She's reprising her oh. role as April Neal. Thank April Neal. Oh, um, Donatello. I don't know how to do an Irish accent. But I, for a second there, I thought Megan Fox was in the room. Is that how she plays it? Yeah, that's how she plays it. Hi, guys. <laughs> I uh, have a tiny voice because it's sexier. Do you, why are yeah. you sleeping badly? Do you normally sleep well? <clears throat> I usually sleep okay, but lately uh, I have been under duress. There was some issues going on with my apartment. Uh, and then I came down with a bit of an illness and uh, I just I wasn't sleeping well at night, and I have a Fitbit that I have, and it tracks my sleep. So I would like open up my app the next day, and like you'd see that I would spend almost two hours of an, a night restless. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. I was just too stressed out, I think, to sleep. I'm starting to sleep a little bit better now. Like I don't. I think I slept. I couldn't get to bed last night, but once I did finally get to sleep, I slept pretty hard. So, well, that's good. Yeah, I slept all right last night. But uh, so this sleep expert said about Trump, his judgment is off, almost always ill-informed. He has trouble processing basic information. He imagines things. He shows a lack of concentration. Uh, He's given to inchoate bursts of anger and profanity. He creates feuds. Um, And like, basically that those are like similar uh, deficits like mental deficits that that somebody who's sleep deprived exhibits. So we think that if Donald Trump just started sleeping more, he would suddenly become reasonable. Uh, I mean, that's scary to think. Like, then what if he actually did like get popular uh, or you know he is popular. All right, but you know get. Oh, look at Darren tweeted a photo of Megan Fox looking hot. <laughs> I asked for one of her looking dirty and grubby. Um, so I, I, the one reason I've been stressed out is because I'm actually going to be moving. What? Yeah. Why? Because I'm going to be moving in with, uh, my lady. Ooh. Yeah. And, you know. She doesn't want to move here? Uh, no, she doesn't. Um, so we're going to be moving to the other side of this town. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Just down the street. 
oh, the other side of this town, not yeah. the other side of this town. Right. Like John Piracello's neighborhood, who no. lives on the other side of town. Yes. Uh, so I'm, you know, it's stressful. I've never lived with uh, somebody who I'm romantically involved with. Really? Yeah. How long have you guys been dating? A uh, w- w- couple years now. Yeah. And so just the thought of it is get, getting me stressed out. And then like, what, you know, I, how, what am I supposed to do with this house? It stresses me out. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, you sell it? Uh, I think. Do you own this house? I do own this house. Yeah. But I think I'll try to keep it because Good you, call. you were talking about home ownership. Yes. And. Yes. I sent an article about how, um, Sorry, Bruno's freaking out. That's okay. How home ownership is um, out of control, or like it's so it's so expensive that Silver Lake or some it's Silver Lake is a neighborhood right next to where I live. Um, The median house prices are a million dollars. Like there's places in L.A. that are now more expensive than San Francisco. And basically, the point of that article was that I am never going to own a house ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And basically, if I sold this house, I would never own another house again. That's true. Know? And because I got, I got this house, you know, sixteen years ago or fifteen years ago, something, uh, for very, you know, when I could afford it. Right. And there's no way I could afford like the so the median house price in all of Los Angeles is five hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. Five hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. That's a crazy amount of money. Yeah. Um. I don't know much different. So I don't know if that's crazy, but it is if you think about how what you need to put a down payment on a house. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. What am I going to do if I ever want a house? I fucking move to the valley. Fuck you. Yeah. The median home house price in in the country is uh, 188,000. Shut up! Is that real? That's real. Yeah. Oh, fuck this place. Yeah, but you could move to Detroit where it's only 144 thousand dollars. And be in beautiful Detroit. I wouldn't fucking pay $144,000 for a place in Detroit. Uh, yeah, so the idea of owning a house is just crazy. And that's like that's that's like a m- basic middle class sort of goal. But it's the, super sad. Yeah. I had a college professor tell me that statistically none of us were going to be able to own houses. And he was right. And... So wait, which... Who said that? I had a college professor who said that. So you're like, fuck this college business. And... Yeah, yeah. It was, he was the one. I was, yeah, he. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So you live in Echo Park. I live in Echo Park. The median, a home me, yeah. median home price there eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Yep. And this is Echo a, Park six seven years ago. You can't it? be there at night. Yeah. Because of how dangerous it was. Yeah. So this is what the world we live in. This is what it's like to be in a big city. I mean, this is happening in, in all over in big cities. Like you know, you can't afford an apartment in New York. You can't afford a place in San Francisco. My uh, family's having a hard time over in Denver now. Yeah. So it's getting too expensive for them out there too. Yeah. And it's like what what sucks is then you know, your your policemen, your fire departments and your your public school teachers or any teachers, like the people that you want to be part of your community mm-hmm. can't afford to live in your community. And that's fucked up. This is what I wanna know is Oh, Chris says congrats. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Super nice. Thank you, Chris. They keep putting up these big luxury high rises or whatever in LA. Um, 
and all over Hollywood and like trying to gentrify these nice neighborhoods. Like there's all these condos and shit that they've built down the street from my apartment and stuff. Who's living in these? Or because I already know that there's like abandoned, not abandoned, but there's buildings like this in New York that exist in Manhattan that are just people just don't live there because they can't afford it. That's this like fucking China. Like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. First of all, as a dog owner, mm -hmm. I don't ever want to invest my money in buying a condo. Like I, you know, because that is probably something that is a little bit more realistic for me someday rather than buying a house would be, oh, I could just own my own condo. But why the fuck would I want to do? Why would I? Ugh. Not everybody wants a, a dog. Like I want a dog. Yeah, you have to, too. I wouldn't live in a condo with a dog. It so one of the ways that like people are trying to be more innovative about how to get people into to cities and to, how to pack them in and and like having doing a condos uh, uh, building condos and like all the like if you look in parts of uh the middle of the city they they're tearing down these houses and building up these giant condos it's so fucked that, up yeah but you know they sell for half a million dollars you know so that's but who i'm honestly i don't even like i don't know who is moving into the condos down the street from my house i don't who is living in these who has this money um I, I don't know. That's a really good question. Um, well, one of the, the there's a company called We Live, uh, and what they they're doing is they're creating these places. Um, these they're building a place, I think, in Washington D.C., and uh, they're doing one in Silicon Valley. Basically, they're creating these very small apartments of like four four hundred and fifty square feet, which is tiny, mm -hmm. and then they have shared living spaces like. Um, bathrooms and stuff uh no more like um a a game room or uh you know a big um kitchen area so it's it's semi communal like the the so there's a communal kitchen a laundry room uh a, a screening room t v room so basically you're living like a, it's a dorm i'm not trying to be a snob but no like, please be a snob let's fucking say uh let's say that some idiot finally decides to try to shack me down and I get married. I pity the fool. So do I. But he's about to enter into a mentally abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Poor fella. I know. My poor future husband, first husband. Um, my second husband probably get better treatment. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I don't want to... We're married. Hooray! Let's get our first place together. A communal spot where oh. I have to share a kitchen. No, I think th this this sort of living is meant for millennials who are just out of college and stuff like that. Oh, that exists. I I think I have a friend, I have a friend who lives in like this weird like artist communal type thing where he fucking sleeps in a bunk bed with like another woman. Yeah. For like fucking 900 a month. That's insane. Like nine hundred a month that you can live in Miracle Mile and share a fucking bunk bed with a person that you've never met in your life. That's insane. What is this world? <laughs> Queer, you're never gonna want a house. What? Yeah. I want. I don't want to live in a communal environment any either because it reminds me of prison. That should say a what about what this is that it reminds me of prison. 
Yeah. You're right. Where? Uh, there's, I was thinking like, okay, if I had, the one place I could afford is there's, down the street, there's a, a mobile home like community. Shut up. See? And, and I was just like, okay, if I, if I were out now, like that's what I could afford. And I would get like, and I guess somebody just moved in that, to that mobile home in one of those tiny houses. I don't know if you've seen them, but uh-uh. they're, but they're basically, it's a, it's a trailer bed that people build a, like a, you know, 150 square foot home that you can drag on behind a trailer. There's actually like nice houses that are technically trailers. And yeah, that's what these are. And so like I and I think that that would be kind of fun, like interesting because you have to get rid of everything basically. And like I have so much junk. I was just thinking about how difficult it's going to be for you to pack this place. You know what you should do? I don't I think you're right. You shouldn't sell this house. Um, even though if you did, you'd probably make a lot of money off of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you might never own a house again. You should, like, Airbnb this bitch. Like, turn it into a hotel? Turn it into an Airbnb. Yeah. I don't know. Or you can rent it. Yeah, that's what I'll probably do. Yeah. Rent it. Because you could probably... How many bedrooms is this? Four. You fucking make... Yeah. Four thousand dollars a month. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, all right. That, More that, like, even that would be a that would be right. a steal. We're getting into to crazy talk now. Ugh. Ugh. Now I'm not going to sleep. No, um, don't. Let's sleep. talk about new girl. Talk about what's Jess up to? Is she did she get rid of her pregnancy weight? Yes, she oh, did. Oh, thank God. Pretty incredible. Because you have to be really skinny if you want to be in like you know a new girl. Well, yeah. No, that's see, that's a well, that that's why I stopped watching the show. It was just like too many good-looking people, and I'd rather watch baskets. Here's why I didn't stop watching is because once because I I really had to push through the bullshit when they were like the original pitch for the show was that this quirky fucking idiot moves in with these guys, mm. but then I think they were like, oh, not nothing against Zoe Deschanel, but. Some quirky girl is not interesting enough to carry an entire show. Right, right. But once they started building everybody else's characters, like Winston and like right. Schmidt and everything, then that's when that show became super funny. But now I feel like it's kind of running out of steam. Yeah. And um, what are you watching now then? Oh, I've already seen it, but I started rewatching it with the Jinx. Uh, excuse me, the Midge. I'm watching the Jinx with the Midge. <laughs> you know, the Jinx is always better when you watch it with somebody shorter than you. Um, no, what, uh, <laughs> you already saw it? I've already seen the jinx, but... Um, Why are you watching it again? Because he hasn't seen it, and we watched OJ, and so I thought it would be appropriate to watch another story about a wealthy person who gets away with murder. Oh, nice. Yeah, but like a fucking, like, not... I mean, there's dramatized moments in it, but the jinx is nuts. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. The ending. All right. Uh, Christ. Wh- what did you think of uh, the OJ thing? Did, would, would you recommend that to people? Yes and no. I think that the story itself is so interesting. You can't even write that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I think I would have rather watched a documentary about it, to be honest. Like, uh, right, right. I didn't hate it. It's just that... I mean, it, it gets tawdry in it, right? Like, Sure, and it's like the whole... like. 
I don't know. I just felt like maybe some there were some weird moments that were played up that like didn't need to be. Like there was this whole like will they won't they with Marsha Clark and uh, what's his face Chris Darden Chris Darden and like you know it just was more interesting to read articles about how their relationship uh, affected the case negatively rather than watch Sarah Paulson and the guy who played Chris Darden like have like this weird chemistry that never ever gets addressed right and um. I'd rather watch um, uh, the Marsha Clark on on Kimmy Schmidt. Do you remember? Is she on it? Oh no, Tina Fey played her. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That was, that was actually the first reference point that I had to them because I was too young to know. Oh, that's it was so funny. J- oh, yeah. J- so when you watch that again, you'll be like, "Oh my god, that's so weird." Well, like, I got it once yeah. I started watching. I was like, "Oh, that's what they were referencing." Was their stupid thing? But I um, and my my boyfriend David Schwimmer like is basically just. I don't know, just has the same look on his face the entire time. All nine seasons of Friends. Sorry about that. Bruno just turned off the power. Bruno. What power? The power to the podcast. So are we still live? I don't know. Uh, There's a thing called the cheerleader cheerleader effect. Are Are you familiar with that? No. It's where, like... Uh, women are, it's also called the sorority, sorority girl syndrome, the okay. bridesmaids paradox. Uh, it's, the, the theory is that people are more attracted when they're surrounded by friends. So like a group of girls. More attractive. Attractive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you find that to be true? So if you see like a bunch of guys, are they hunkier than if you saw them all individually? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have a fr- I have a good friend of mine who came to my birthday party who I think is just fucking just the cat's pajamas. I think he's so hot and he brought all of his roommates uh that are all dudes from Texas as well. And yeah, individually I wouldn't there was like one or two that might be attractive, but like when they all came together, I was like, "Oh, yeah. Cool. Nice. Hot." Right. Kind of like how you wouldn't think that Mel C from the Spice Girls is hot by herself, right. but when she's one of the Spice Girls. It's it's also called the Spice Girls conspiracy. I would believe it. Isn't that funny though? I didn't I never really noticed that until um that was pointed out. But it's true. Like when you see the when you see the Laker girls, you're like, That's really hot and then you see them like individually and they're like, All right. We all know that you have the Lakers girls in your basement. What are you yeah. gonna do with them when you? That's why them? I keep them together. Like, I understand. Yeah, so they're not hot by themselves. I know. I yeah. think it'd be. Yeah, I guess my pretty friends can raise me up, or I can perhaps raise you up my other friends. You are a razor. You are a razor, not a raisey. We raise. We raise each other up. Chris Brown said that his first apartment was a basement suite in Saskatoon for two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Um, Canadian. Canadian. Yes, and that's like what seventy-two dollars here. No fucking way. That's ridiculous what you just said. Um, yeah. Uh, my fir- Canadian money used to be worth more than American money. Okay. Right? Uh, I, I think it's, it's approached, it's approached the, the same at times, but we've always, I think, been pretty much ahead. Oh, uh, just okay. by a little bit. Okay. Um, hey, are we still on? Yeah, he just... I, I, I think so. Who knows? Um, the, the machine is still recording. Okay. So, uh, I... The first... Have you ever lived by yourself? Uh-huh. Where did you do that? Studio City. Oh. And did you have the dogs then? I sure did. 
And how did you have a, a, a guest house or did you have an apartment? I had an apartment, a one-bedroom apartment infested with cockroaches. Cockroaches. Right down the street from CBS Radford. I could see it from my balcony. Someday I'm going to be in there. Trader Joe's and Laurel Tavern. And it was a fantastic neighborhood right off of Ventura. Oh, and that's... Why did he move? Because it was infested with cockroaches and I couldn't afford it. Oh. The fact that I moved in in the first place is insane. The it was. I had an agreement with my mother that she would help me pay rent, and then after like three months, I was like, "Mom, I don't need your help anymore because I'm a fucking d- decent human being." Right. So I started paying on my own. Then I was like, "Oh shit, that was a mistake." And so then I had a friend move in with me for a couple months. Um, and uh, named cockroach. No, the cockroaches didn't pay rent. No, oh, a good friend fuckers. of mine, Danielle, moved in with me for a while, and so we shared a one bedroom apartment together. So I did live alone, but it was only for out of that year lease, I probably lived alone. Uh, five months of it. And did you like living by yourself? Uh, yes, I would. I, and maybe not so much back then because I was like 20, 21 and, uh-huh. you know, a little bit more social. But <laughs> I've grown into a nice antisocial adult and I yeah. think I would enjoy it quite a bit now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I My first time living alone was in a guest house up in the hills um, and it was just like a 10 by 13 room and a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And... I lived there because it was the only place I could afford and it had, um, I could have my dog there. Yeah. And, but it was just a room. I, you know, I I had to do dishes in the shower because, you know, and I had just a microwave and a a little mini fridge. But, um, and that was infested by like lizards and scorpions. Lizards and scorpions. Yes. Yes. So, um, wow. That makes cockroaches sound easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was. Well, I had a bunch of apartment drama happen recently, and I was uh, perhaps facing um, the reality of having to move. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Thanks to pricing in LA, sometimes they drive out people who are paying lower prices so that they can get double the rent on new tenants. Um, Wait, say that again. There's been some moments where maybe people like me who have been in our apartments for four years and are paying significantly less than someone who was just about to move in, like perhaps double or like they knew people pay double uh-huh. so then all of a sudden um sometimes old tenants will get drawn out or driven out um by illegal oh things oh i see they were trying to get us out gotcha. so they could flip our apartment they oh, failed anyways okay. so i was looking at new apartments because i was like oh shit i might have to move well if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna live by myself Whew. uh with my budget right i was looking at living in a fucking place in Koreatown with no kitchen or parking. Right. And still paying more than I pay now. It's, it's so dishes in my kitchen or in my in my bathroom, no fucking way. I have I have standards for myself. Um in San Francisco there's a, a somebody made a box in their apartment in their living room that is uh it's basically a soundproof box and they are charging $400 uh, a month to live in it. <laughs> what? Yep. Um, yeah, so this guy, um, <laughs> Peter Berkowitz, is renting this 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 little wooden box in San Francisco, and, um, you know, it's got, like, a little lighting in there and, you know, place to put his stuff. The midge would probably love that. <laughs> well, what am I going to do with all this room? Yeah. <laughs> 
What a steal! Uh, so he's paying four hundred dollars to live in a fucking box. Um, but I, I think it's as much. Uh, but as a box in San Francisco, where the average rent is three thousand for a one bedroom apartment. Shut up! Really? That's the average. Here price. I'm bitching about how. Well, I, I still feel the right to bitch about how I can't get a decent apartment for under sixteen hundred a month. Yeah. For one bedroom. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a crazy. It's really hard to live in a city. So that's. It's not just a city. Yeah, I guess it's hard to live everywhere. Yeah. These big cities. Yeah. Um, and Jane says we are still alive. Thanks, Jane. Yeah. This we're just a well-oiled machine with Bruno on the. the Bruno on the cords. Yeah. I unplugged the Ethernet this morning earlier before yeah. the show started. Yep. Yeah. We're great. Uh, so let's wrap and up. Apparently, we're poor. Oh, we have we. Um, I mean, you have a now. You've got this big fucking hunk of yeah. yeah. This, ugh, getting me a stomachache. I'm sitting um, in a gold mine. Are you doing any? You have any comedy dates coming up? You know, I might perform. I just got a message about something. I might perform at uh, at um, the Moving Arts Center. Okay. And Hyperion at 7 p.m. with an, on Thursday. With okay. an improv group called Scene Kids. Okay. So you might do that. I, yeah, I literally just got the message about it on the way to okay. the podcast today. Um, other than that, I will be serving charcuterie at oh, right. uh, my apartment on Sunday. And everyone's invited, correct? But no one is invited because I guarantee you don't care about Game of Thrones as much as I do. Okay. Um, I might, I might be playing the Apollo this weekend. So um, live. <laughs> In New uh, York? Yeah. I'll be live on stage. Uh, might. I might be live on stage. Oh, that's ridiculous yeah. what you're saying right now. Uh, uh, me and Quare will be doing our, our little, uh, this, we have a like, little like a uh, uh, back and forth like it's comedy a very, thing. It's a very modern Abbott and Costello vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, like the Scarborough twins have nothing on us. I don't know who they are. Uh, so look out for that. It It might not happen, but Chances are well. Why with the Apollo? Queer and Marty. <laughs> Back at it again. Yep. Um, and I will definitely be taking a shower after, after you leave because I feel filthy after doing this podcast about all the porn and all the, the sweaty Coachella stuff. So everybody's invited it's for that. It's not the soldiers with the dicks and no legs? It's just, just like dragging themselves. Ow! Oh, God! Oh, <laughs> it burns! Um, yes. Their penises? Yeah. Well, rug burn, I was thinking. Rug burn. Yeah. Do they still have butts? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe we're speaking about... Uh, shame on you. Have you heard some of the other shit on this fucking network? Um, so it's all great stuff. But we encourage you all to listen to all the I've other shows. I've heard some of the other stuff that happens before. Uh-huh. And some of the stuff... Uh, is Br- great programming. Yes, and Chris Brown wants us to know that there's an Australian film book. Australian film. Australian film about shared living called He Died with a Falafel in His Hand. Of course. So thank you for that. That's your recommendation. That's that your re- sounds terrible about shared living. Uh, yeah. So, um, you heard our plugs. Please fill our sack. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. You heard this two-person podcast. Yes. Thank you for supporting us. Your input was really, really helpful. Um, we could have used some more sack. So, uh, oh, and next week, hopefully, 
uh, Giselle will be back, and maybe John will be back from his secret mission. Um, and we will see you Bye next guys. Tuesday. If that fuck. If that fuck. If that fuck. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.